Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to win. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Okay. How, how we doing work? Two for on my shirt. He the greatest on the court. I'm the greatest on the verse. Going for the fourth ring like it was his first. Gotta get the gleam. Do it for Kareem. Two for so nice. My flow so mean. Catch me at the game. Sitting next to Goldstein. Cook over Brian Nikes. Purple gold strings. Cook over me in the game. Don't get on it. Black, black Mamba. Attack conquer. Basketball beast. Rap, rap monster. Yo, yo, what it do, peoples? This is a, uh, um, this is an, an unfortunate extra episode. You know, uh, nobody, I'm pretty sure everybody heard yesterday we lost Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, Gianna, and uh, a few other people that were on the plane with him. So it's just an episode we're going to um, just kind of reflect because, you know, I've been a basketball fan shit, as long as I can remember. And unfortunately, T isn't here right now. He uh, he was actually out in L.A. over the weekend. He just got back today, so if he can uh, if he can swing by, he he'll be here. But um, help me today. I gotta I'm gonna call a few people right now. I got the homie Glenn on the phone with me. He's been on a previous episode, so we just gonna kind of talk and reflect on uh, our thoughts of Kobe as the player and more more importantly as the father. What it do, G? What up, what up? Nothing much, man. So, uh, yeah, so yesterday, you know, the way I found out, I was, uh, you know, I'm sitting in the living room doing some homework, and uh, A.B. hit me up, and he asked me, he was like, man, is it true? I was like, what? He was like, that Kobe died in a helicopter crash. I was like, I don't know. So, you know, I turned to the ESPN. I didn't see nothing, see no breaking news. I turned it on, uh, I got on ESPN.com, I got on NBA.com, put on the NBA channel. Only place I seen it was um, World Star. And then on tw- on Twitter, they really didn't have nothing. TMZ reported that, but, you know, TMZ had reported that, one- that Wayne had died before. So until I actually seen a breaking news and stuff, I wasn't trying to believe it. But then I saw the tweet that Adrian Wojnarowski put out, and I'm like, damn. I still wasn't trying to believe it, but I'm like, man, if he put it out there, then it's got to be true. And then they finally put it on ESPN, and 
CNN and all that other stuff. So it's kind of hit me like, damn. And then, you know, like I'm pretty sure everybody was wondering, like, well, damn, who was on the plane with him? Who was on the helicopter with him? And, you know, first thought everybody was probably thinking, like, man, I hope his daughter wasn't with him. And unfortunately, yeah. man, Gigi, Gianna, she was with him. Uh, Like, what was your thoughts when you first heard? Oh, man, I immediately said, uh, this is fucked up. Like, that was, that was a word on my mouth. Like, this is, this can't be true. Because, um, I was sitting around watching, uh, the show on Netflix, just being, watching some stuff, catching up on some stuff. And, uh, I got a text from my uncle that live in California. And I'm like, a helicopter crash, Calabasas. It really didn't give too much detail on CNN website at that time. So then I hit Twitter, and I want to say it was like Steve Levy or somebody tweet that I saw. And then I was just like, like that that hit different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that hit way different because it was just like, yo, I was just looking at a dude congratulate LeBron. I was in in. Saturday night, I was looking at LeBron do a little uh, interview, a conference um, after the game and him talking about some shoes mm-hmm. that Kobe had gave him when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's nuts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's nuts. This can't be real. And then to find out that his um, oldest daughter was with him. It was second. That, second that, oldest. Yeah. Oh, second yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was, that was, that was, whew. Yeah, man, it was, and, like, how we kind of hit on a little bit before we started recording, it's like, because I heard it, uh, I heard, I heard on ESPN Radio Day, somebody was talking about it, it's like, you know, him as a father and, and the way he thought, how he approached life and the game of basketball was fearlessness. So somebody was like, man, I can only imagine how at the time, minutes, however, before they started going down, when they started going down, he was probably holding her and trying to console her. And like you say, he was probably trying to do, think of and try to do anything he could to make sure she survived. And like that, that right there alone just breaks my heart. Like if, like we say, if it was just him and like some other adults, it still would have, you know, it still would have hurt. It would have been messed up. But hell, his father's man, and knowing that his daughter was on there, and, like, if you watch games and you see Kobe at the game, she was with him. You see he was coaching her basketball, her AAU team. She was always with him. She wanted to be just like him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that was another thing that kind of bothered me is because, from everything I had heard about her and her her work ethic, her drive, her competitiveness, like just like he is, and it was like, yo, we never got to see what she could have become. Right. You know what I mean? And then um just just knowing that and you know, Vanessa, like you you, you lost at, at, at one time, like, what, like, what is that about? 
And then the way that it came out and how she found out about it. I think, you know what I mean? That's filed. That's, that's kind of like one of the things about social media and getting the news so, out so quick now with that. Uh, she found you know out on social like, media. No, nobody, yeah, nobody even thought to be respectful of her and, 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 and you know, make sure that she knew before and at least allow her or representative to give a statement right about that and I, I just thought that was in court taste and, you know being a being a dad being a being a dad being a husband that's kind of one of the things they used to worry me they used to like that and all in one man like that triggered my anxiety it made me sad it made me just like oh it was like yo that's like that that could happen to anybody. Let's be real. Like that could be happening to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, uh, and I mean, T I posted something on Instagram that said, man, leaving home and coming back home safely is one of the most underrated things, you know, people do every day that you don't really think about. And yeah. that's, and that's real, man. Cause like you say, it can happen anytime. You just don't know. And yeah, so, uh, cause I wasn't, now I was, I was a Kobe fan. I was more of an AI fan than Kobe. But when they won like them first couple rings, I was rooting for the Lakers. Well, when they used to go up against like the Trailblazers and, you know, the Kings and stuff, I was rooting for them. But, yeah. um, so like, what's something that, like, one of your, f- I guess find his memories or something that you know you can relate to or think of whenever you, cause you was a Kobe fan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what 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 was it? What was it about him that drew you to him? Um, what one thing about him is that number one, playing in L.A. You know what I mean? Just be able to play in L.A. Um. What really drew me to Kobe, it was after him and Shaq kind of went when Shaq left and went to Miami. Mm-hmm. And um, I have found out that Kobe literally tried to fight Shaq. Right. And I'm like, you got to be some kind of crazy, <laughs> some kind of crazy person to stand up to a prime Shaq. Because it's great, I had the opportunity to actually meet Shaq, and I stood next to Shaq in the elevator. And you know, I was in sixth grade, and so looking at where Shaq is, and looking at how dominant Shaq was physically on that floor, Kobe was like, "I'm gonna fight you." <laughs> like yeah. that's what made me into the dude. And then, then the video game he had, you know what I'm saying? Like video oh, game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like. The, 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 the argument of people saying that Kobe and Shaq didn't belong together. They didn't mix. They didn't. I was like, I'm looking at this with different eyes because I don't see nothing that could stop these two. Right. Like, and then with Phil Jackson coaching, like, I, I, I don't see how y'all saying it. You know, a couple, I, I'm not a basketball purist. I'm a fan of it. So, you know what I mean? And then he came in right on the heels of Jordan. And as far as, like, he kept a lot of people from getting rings. Him, 
and the Spurs, Tim Duncan and them kept a lot of people from getting rings. Mm-hmm. A lot of legends from getting rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that kind of was the, the, the gauge for Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and KG to get together. I felt like Kobe and the Lakers and, and, and what Tim Duncan and Greg Popovich was doing with the Spurs was the reason that they had to do it. And so, like, when you, when you looked at what his drive was, every time he competed, he was always talking. He was always working. If he didn't get something, he'd go back and do it again. And now you hear it. Like, I'm rehearing a lot of stories that were told. And it's like they hit different now yeah. in this moment because he's no longer here. Right. You know what I mean? Like they hit like like hearing those stories now is like wow. Like when you heard him, you'd be like, This is the type of person he was. Like he don't outwork you, he don't outdo you, he's gonna be the first person in the gym, be the gym. And like in the debates me and you have, I'm like the thing that I one of the other things, the most important thing to him about him to me was he was the closest thing to Jordan. He mimicked that man to a T. I don't know if you or anybody out there seen the video that somebody put together with Kobe and Jordan doing the same move, mm-hmm. like from the same spot on the floor, just doing the same moves. And I'm like, he studied this man to a T and was able to go out there and make it work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in Kobe's post, post NBA career, which is extremely short, like as a, like father, as a father, as a father and him as a father, like, is there anything that you've seen that you, that you may want to, you know, take and use it as far as when, you know, as, as your kids get older, stuff that you have seen Kobe do because you know we all take stuff from people we see parents you yeah. know it don't matter what what field you're in parents in jobs anything the way he met you know the way he took from Jordan is anything that you would take from him parents and wise yeah I mean just a couple was it like a week or two ago when him and Gianna was sitting at a game and he was talking to her about what was going on on the floor, mm-hmm. explaining to her. And when she was saying something, he was like, yep, you got it. Mm-hmm. Like, I take time with my daughter all the time to do that. You know what I mean? Like, if you like, you got to pay attention to stuff like this. You know what I mean? And this is what's literally going to make you. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, you have to put forth your best effort and you got to be ahead um, mentally. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you you got you to gotta be able to think of what you need to do before you have to do it. And that's kind of the thing that I, I kind of preach on too. You know what I mean? To touch on what I said, I get on my wife and my daughter every day about that because my wife drops off the kids and she picks them up from school. They're supposed to let me know when they at school when they picked up from school and when they're home. Right. You know what I mean? Like they supposed to let me know. And I've, I've called my wife plenty of times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, your phone broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I need to know y'all good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just like you need to know I'm good. I need to know y'all good. Right. And, um, 
you know, I kind of coach my daughter on life and being responsible. Of course, I have two daughters, and my youngest being uh, seven months, about to be eight. You know, I'm literally coaching my oldest daughter on being a big sister, on being a big cousin, on like, you know, you can't go to this level just because someone did that. You know, this is this is right, this is wrong. Um, and every day question her to see what she learned. Like I sit down and I have big, big, you know, adult conversations with my daughter. And yesterday was one of the ones I had to have with her because she was like, "How did how did Kobe die? How old was Kobe?" And she don't even know who the hell Kobe Bryant is. You know what I'm saying? I had to explain to her Kobe was a basketball player. You know that you know what I'm saying that he he came after Michael Jordan. Like you know. So it was Jordan Kobe for me. And uh, she was like, how old was he? I said, 41. She said, is that old? I said, no. How'd he die? And I looked at her, I said, helicopter crash. And she was like, you know, she kind of gave me that look. And I was like, that's, that's just how life is. You know, we kind of had like a, a, a little quick heart-to-heart on life. And like, you know, this is why I tell you to be the be, be the best at whatever it is you're going to do. Be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? From if you want to sweep floor, sweep be the best floor sweeper in the world. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like you had an opportunity to go out and literally change the world. Right. So you know, if if, if I have something to do with it, that's that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna be the best at whatever, and you're gonna have my support at it, no matter what, whether I agree with it or not. And that's one thing I'm gonna be real with you about as your father. I'm gonna tell you, I don't agree with it but I'm going to support you because that's what you want to do. You can't look for validation from others in life because if you do, that's going to, um, that's going to tear you down. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? You're going to end up becoming a shell of yourself and, you know, it, it's going to hurt. I think that everything that he did for his kids, you know, like when I got, when I took the job I have now, I did that with the consideration of time being spent with my wife and my daughter, because the first three years of my daughter's life, I was always working. Like her first birthday party, like I barely made it to that because I was working. And then after the party, I went back to work. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Like that's, this is something I'm not going to do. I'm not going to miss these moments. And from 2017 to today, there, there are very few moments that I, have missed, you know what I'm saying, due to um, due to working. You know what I'm saying. Usually, if if I miss something, it's a miscommunication or something. But I, I show up. I get that Christmas plays, whatever. Like I'm there at dance recitals. I'm there. You know, she had two dance recitals. I was at both up. You know, like Daddy is always gonna be there no matter what. And, you know, it's, it's always cool when. Did you see me? Did you see me? Like, did I see you? Did I see you? Yeah. I got a picture. You pull that picture up on that phone and she gets to you like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then with, you know, from, it's that dedication that, you know, you take from Kobe. Another thing I can say is one thing I'm going to try to teach both, both of my kids is Kobe had a very, his fearlessness, like he feared nothing. That's the reason he At was all. able to go out and do the stuff he did. You know, he failed. That's fine. 
He gonna go out there. He gonna he gonna watch, see what he see what you know what made him fail, and he's gonna work on it. When he was a rookie, he took them shots in Utah, airballed them threes. He 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 said they said he looked at the tape and he realized that his legs was tired. So what he do? He hit that gym, like yeah. He made the necessary adjustments to be better. And didn't fear the consequences or anything because they said when Dwight Howard was on the team, you know, he told he told Kobe that, you know, the reason I can't really shoot free throws is because, you know, I get nervous. Kobe said, look, man, take a thousand free throws a day because, you know, eventually you're going to realize if you miss, you miss. It doesn't really matter. You move on to the next play. And that's what and. That's one of the things I I, I really want to take. I I want to take for myself, you know, because everybody a little nervous to do something, a little nervous to make that next step because you know you think about well, what if I fail, what if this happened, what if that happened. He had the mentality where hell he didn't give a damn. He was gonna do it. He failed. Oh well, I'm gonna move on to the next. You know? Right. So that's that. That's one. Of, that's one of the main things I'm gonna take from. But all right, G, uh I'm gonna go ahead and I gotta make a couple other calls. I appreciate you getting on. We're gonna get you back on to a full episode, a couple full episodes here down the line. I'm gonna holler at you about that tomorrow. We might try to do one of them next week or something. So okay. I appreciate it, G. Uh, no problem. All right, so I'll holler at you. All right. Yep. All right, yeah, like I say, uh hopefully T come through. And he uh he's he's able to join join me on the podcast. If not, um, you know it's all good. I know I know that he wants to be on here because he's one of the biggest Kobe fans I know. And like I say, he was actually um he was actually in L.A. and he just got back today. Um, so he he said he didn't really get to see a lot. He said he seen a couple people out there holding up signs or something. Um, but yeah, like I say, man, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking. Like the whole, like, you know, I kind of got, I got tired of just seeing the stuff, man. Cause it just kept, it just kept breaking my heart, man. You know, and then just seeing the pictures of him and his daughter and the videos and, you know, then thinking about his, his other three daughters his other three daughters and his wife, man, it's like they got to figure out some way to move on. His youngest daughter's not even going to remember them. You know, she's not going to remember. She's like 10 months. So, hey, man, it's it's, it's tragic. L.A. has lost two of their, you know, within the past, not even a year. L.A. has lost two of the uh, two of their icons in Nipsey. And in Kobe, and and these were the two cats that were making moves and doing things for the community and for the kids to make sure that you know, to make sure that you know the kids that didn't that don't have it and don't get it you know parents who don't have the money and access to certain things that money and access brings you, they were they were giving them that you know that opportunity to uh you know to 
to experience that stuff and eventually help change their lives for the better. So for us to lose both of them in less than a year of each other, it's, uh, it's, it's, man, it's crazy. Both of them had young kids and, uh, so I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get my homie money on the line. I know she, she was a big Kobe fan and, um, so I'm gonna call her right now. Money, what's going on? Nothing much. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, I just got the phone with with my partner Glenn. He was a big Kobe fan, and knowing you since high school, I know, you know, I know how you felt about Kobe. Uh, like I was telling him, I mean, basketball wise. I was always an AI guy, but I never, you know, I may have been joked, you know, joked around, talked about Kobe, but, you know, Kobe was the first NBA player that I got to see in person. You know, my daddy took me to the game when they came here. Uh, It was before, right before they got Phil Jackson, so like Kobe's rookie year. You know, I got a five from Kobe. Um, (laughs) You know, and that's something I tell. I still tell that story. Like I never forget that. And just to get that news yesterday, like I was saying, when I got the news, Aaron had hit me up and asked me was it true. And only place I seen it was on World Star. And they didn't break it. They wasn't breaking news anywhere else. So I really didn't believe it. But then once it started breaking, you know, I was I was extremely sad. Then to find out that, you know, Gianna was with him. That that crushed me. That 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 broke my heart, man. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, I mean, like you said, you know, I've been a Kobe friend since day one. So I got the news yesterday, where I was literally walking out the house to go referee a uh, ABA basketball game. Um, so just imagine all the emotions running through me at that point, but. Um, uh, and then I was in the locker room when I found out Gigi Widow. So uh, it, it's unreal. Like I can't imagine what was going through his mind in that moment. Mm. Um, and I, it's like I mean, for me, Kobe. Obviously, you know, I respect George. I love George. You know, have all the shoes, all of that. But Kobe was my guy. Like he was always my favorite player. He was the player that I was chasing. Right, that I mimicked my game after. Um, and so it hits different. Um, it's just totally different pain. It's beyond basketball, though. Like, when we talk about the combo mentality, that's just not basketball. That's a way of life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why people are affected in so many different um, business world and sports alike. Like, it's just a way of life where you can be able to lock in and get complete focus to whatever it is that you say you love. Um, and work tirelessly at that. Um, and uh, it's just unfortunate, I think, like, that his other kids just won't get that chance. You know, his oldest daughter obviously has experienced 
enough of him instilling, I think, that into her, his two youngest daughters, right? They never get a chance to experience that mama mentality and how that life changes. So. Right. Especially, like, his youngest, youngest daughter's like 10 months. She's not even, yeah. she's not even going to remember him. Right. Uh, yeah. And if there's no way that she won't, like, she'll remember him through everybody else. Yeah. There's no way that somebody as big as Kobe died, right? Right, right. And, but, like, and, like you said, like that Mamba mentality, like, like I say, the way he, it, was, it wasn't even just the focus, it was the fearlessness. Like, he had no fear at anything. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like you say, when he, his rookie year, when he took them shots, them threes in Utah and airballed them, he wasn't scared. He took them because uh-huh. he said somebody had to take them. And when he didn't make them, he made that adjustment. He focused and he came back even better. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I mean, that, that's something, that's something I want to teach Nike and Aiden. Everything that you do, be fearless at. If you fail, you fail. You make that adjustment and you go back at it and you figure it out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you have to, right? You give them every chance to be them best, their best selves when you teach them that. Uh, but Kobe, like, he never flinched. He had no fear because he knew he worked tirelessly at his craft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he knew that he had put in the hours, that he had done everything that was needed to be able to take that shot in that moment. Whether it went in or not, he was prepared to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's what I think, you know, uh, is going to be missed most. Like the people just realize that he was that big. Like he, I mean, he was a person that in our generation, like, you know, everybody talk about the fadeaway with the uh, trash can. Like, I did that last week, shooting a, uh, a paper towel in a restroom, like a public restroom. Like Kobe, you know, just letting it go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just crazy. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, we just have so many emotions around it. Yeah, and, you know, I got watery-eyed and shed some tears, I say, on Twitter, especially like I did yesterday and then today. Somebody put out a video of him and Gianna with the Boys and Men song yesterday. And mm-hmm. that right there, that that hurt my soul. Because the first clip was her, like she was about three. She was about three and she ran, she ran up to him giving him a hug. And, yeah. you know, it's, like, like I say, that, that hurt my soul just to think. And like you say, well, like I heard on the radio today, somebody was like, I can't imagine, you know, with him having that fearlessness, you know, right before the helicopter went down, he was probably, you know, consoling her. And it's like, you know, I can't get that out of my mind. You know, I see Nike and I, yeah, you know, she, she gave me a kiss today and she was just like more kisses, more kisses. And sometimes I would be like, okay, that's enough. I, I, I just kept giving her. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's then, you know, Nike's middle name is Gianna, right? And it's like I don't know, like like you said, it, it hits different just because we basically grew up with Kobe from '96 until now, 
from yeah. nine, ten years old, he's been in our lives. And we were, yep. at, you know, vivid, vivid memories of him coming into the league and dunk contests and championships, the last game, 60 points, and then seeing him transition from basketball to doing something like that, you know, to doing what he was doing. Even though I, I had, you know, I made a couple jokes when I heard of him teaching uh, teaching the AAU team the, the triangle. I'm like, man, them little girls don't want to learn the triangle. But, you know, it was just, it's, it was him doing what he was supposed to be doing and what he wanted to do and helping the next generation of kids, you know, teaching them that fearlessness so we don't have a lot of kids, you know, the kids running run around here like, like a lot of them do nowadays. You know, he was that mentor that that the young kids needed, and a lot of the a lot of the NBA players now. You know, a lot of Absolutely. them go into Kobe in the off season to work on stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kobe gets a bad rap for being selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at the grand scheme of it, you see how he really wasn't selfish. Um, there's nothing selfish about working at your craft and being the best at it, right? Um, and, you know, I saw a clip today of why he uh, started flying the helicopter, taking the helicopter anyway, yep. was because he didn't want to miss moments with his daughters. Like, you know, he's like, I missed this after school play because I was sitting in traffic. Yep. Or he's like, so I wanted to still work in my craft the way that I needed to work in my craft, but I wasn't willing to sacrifice those moments with my daughter. So, I still got up in the morning and took them to school, you know, went to the gym, did everything I was supposed to do, put in the extra work, and then got back in the helicopter to go pick them up from school. And he was like, you know, Vanessa was like, I can pick them up from school. And he was like, no, like, these are my moments. Like, I have to be present. So to think about, like, where everybody was saying he was selfish, he was working extremely hard. What he really was doing was being the most effective and the most efficient in every area of his life. You know, yeah. um, nothing about that is selfish. Selfish, like. And then as he transitioned to, you know, the academy and coaching basketball and uh, doing the breakdowns that he did on ESPN about, you know, Jason Tatum or the players' game and being able to break down their film and helping them take their game to the next level. Like his mind was just brilliant. Um, I I knew that we had so much more time with the basketball mind of Kobe. Like I felt like that would go grow old with us. Um, and then to see him be an amazing father, like in this stage of his life, like I knew we had more time with that. Um, like literally now, anytime I close my eyes, I just see Gigi shooting that baseline fadeaway jumper like Kobe. Like that's the image that's stuck in my head. Um, you know. We got to experience Kobe and his greatness. We didn't get to experience Gigi. Um, And that that just hurts differently, right? Because she had all of the tools to change the face of women's basketball. Um, You know, she has all the resources behind her. She has, you know, two generations of NBA player DNA in her body. You know what I'm saying? So the opportunity of what she could have done for the game. And she wanted it, and she was fearless. Like, when people used to tell Kobe, like, you need to have a son to carry on your legacy, mm-hmm. she would be like, nah, I got this. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she had that in her. She was willing to do the what it takes to be the best. And 
So that's that. Um, and I don't want us to forget that there were seven other people on that right. helicopter as well. You know, their names matter too. They need to be mentioned. They were important to somebody like John, Carrie, Alyssa, Christina, uh, Peyton, Sarah, and the pilot. I think his name was Aura. Uh, you know, those people matter too. So right, I don't right. want us to just get focused on Kobe and Gigi and the great loss that was, you know, seven other people lost their lives too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, you say you close your eyes, you see that you see that shot. When I just close my eyes, I just see the both of them sitting courtside and her smiling, yeah. and him kissing her on the head, and it's like, you know, yeah. And I say, I got Nike, and I see, I see myself, you know, doing that as long as we got time. And that just, like I say, that that is different. Because, you know, when I see that, it's like, damn, well, what if something happened to me and I'm not around for, you know, neither one of them? Yeah. So that's, I say, that that just, that hurts. And it's like, even with, like, it was the same way with Nipsey. Like I say, his son was two. And we just went through that. We just went through that not even a year ago. Right. So we lost two brothers that represented what everybody what 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 you feel like they should have been representing and they were doing they were doing the work for for the people. They weren't selfish. They weren't just sitting somewhere with their money. They were out here doing stuff and they were doing positive and trying to make changes. And both of them, you know, their lives are cut short, extremely short. And so, you know, they got we got two voids in our community. And it's like, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, Nipsey's death hit me just as hard as Kobe's. I said that to one of my cousins yesterday when they called me. Um, and for different reasons, but for the same reason, for the work that they were doing for um, the motivation that they gave us for a, a constant image of what it takes, right? Um, and so now, I mean, all that we have is to be present in the moment and to still continue to do the work. Um, I've said to countless people, my phone hasn't stopped ringing because everybody knows how much I love Kobe, right? So, you know, I've said to people, it's why I don't hesitate to tell people I love them and it's why I don't hesitate to show people I love them. Um, because we don't know the day or the hour and, you know, we always have to be present and go after what's in our heart. Like, because if we don't, you know, you don't get a chance to build a legacy this big that affects, you know, people long after you're gone. Like you have to do what's honestly in your heart. That's how you leave a legacy. Um, and you know, succeed or fail, like go after it. Yeah. And, um, Next week, Nike and I'm almost supposed to be going down to Arizona. I don't even want. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, ain't nothing I can do about it. But it's just, you know, it could just happen that fast. So I'm gonna worry from the time I drop them off until the time I get that message. Hey, we're here, and on the way back. Yeah. So I mean. I say we 
you know, that's fair. Uh, but you just have you have to know that you um, love your kids and giving them everything that you can up until that moment. Uh, because all of our days are numbered, right? So just you, you, I don't want you to live with any kind of fear uh, of what's to come. Obviously, I know as a parent that's nonstop, right? Yeah. But I don't want you to operate from a place of fear. Like continue to love and continue to give them the best of you uh, because that's what you do, not because you're afraid of not being here tomorrow, you know? Right. Uh, so just... They're going to be all right. Like, just remember that. Yeah. Like I say, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's just hitting. I don't know. For some reason, now it's really starting to hit me. And I'm yeah. trying to keep it together. Like I say, now I'm, I'm thinking about Nike and just situations. And it's like, man, I can't imagine that happening but like you say you gotta you gotta live you know so she has the moments just in case something does you know if something does happen you know I gotta do everything I can while we're here you know absolutely so love boldly love freely like that's what we do that's that's the memories I mean because you know um if things work out the way that they're supposed to uh, she'll bury you right so She'll always have all of those memories of, you know, how amazing her dad was, how she was truly loved. And she saw that in all of your actions and she heard that in your words. Like, um, she'll always have that to carry her through. So the same way that we're talking about, you know, the mama mentality and how that's going to continue to be instilled in us and carry us through those same things that you're teaching her the same way that you're loving her. Like she's going to have those things to carry her through when your time comes too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got to, we got, we got to get together. We, I know you ain't seen him in a while. I ain't seen you in a while. We got to, we got to carve out some time. For sure, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm in the middle of season, but it ends at the end of February. So, got one more month of the craziness, and then. Okay. Um, but yeah, and like one of the things I seen before, I, before I let you go, uh, you know, Kobe said he, he he works as hard as he does because he said even though he has all the God given ability. He works like he's the twelfth man on the bench, and uh, you know when we gave when we gave Nike her name, you know I don't know exactly what it was I texted you, but you said you just uh, you need to make sure she has that Nike mentality, you know that just do it mentality, and mm-hmm. that's something that you know I'm not gonna forget, and I'm gonna instill in her, and I know with your help. Because you're somebody that uh that I want Nike to look up to, just because I know, you know, I I know your work ethic. I know, you know, how smart you are. I know everything that you do, and you accomplish everything that you set your mind to. And I want Nike to have a you know a strong uh mentor, godmother. So I know. I know for sure if something, you know, if something was to happen to me, 
I know she'd be covered because I know at the end of the day she'll have you know she'll have a lot of other people, but you're one of you're you are one of the most important people. I want her to be around her and Aiden, just because you know, yeah. I, you know I know what you stand for, and I you know I appreciate everything that you do and you've done. And like I said, you know when you helped me out for Nike's first birthday, <laughs> you know. Oh. Yeah. So that that's real. Like I appreciate that. I, I don't take lightly um the honor of you actually to be the godmother to Nike and Aiden. Um, you know, I always got you, I always got them. Uh, you know, so whatever at any time that you need, they need, it, it's not a question for me. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, you know, as long as I'm here they'll always have access to me. Um, so it, for me, it just, uh, continuing to display that. Um, and you know, that, that work ethic, uh, obviously it comes from your own experiences, but that too was a Kobe thing for me too. Like that you would never be outworked. And that was Kobe's mindset. Like there may be somebody that somebody said was a better scorer or a better defender than him, but there was nobody in the gym that was ever going to outwork him. Um, and that's the kind of mentality that I've always had as an athlete, but also in life, uh, you know, that whatever obstacle is put before me, I'm going to work tirelessly until I accomplish whatever I set out to accomplish. Uh, and so if I have the ability to instill that in the next person, Nike Aiden, whoever it may be, then, you know, I'm trying to do that every chance I get. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I appreciate that, Elle. Right, no problem. You know, I, I, I appreciate you. And like I, said, I, I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you hopping on here with me. Like I said, I know, I know you was a big, I know you were an extremely big Kobe fan. So, you know, this isn't just about kids. And, you know, it's about, it's about Kobe too. So that's the reason I wanted to get in contact with you because I know you you had some stuff to say. And I know there's some stuff you wanted to get off your chest because I know you know if it's you know you may struggle with yeah. it, struggle with it just because you know it's fresh and I say like you say it, it hits different. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. get a chance to see him play? In person? Yeah, actually, uh, crazy thing is I got to see him, I believe it was for my 29th birthday during the farewell tour. Um, I went to Indianapolis or Indiana and saw him play. I actually got to sit courtside. Troy took me for my birthday um, and we were sitting courtside. So he sent me those pictures today. And, you know, it, I mean, it's just unreal. Like I'll send you one of the pictures, but it's a shot that he's taken right in front of us. Um, perfect Kobe form and in the rafters his arm goes right over the word legend mm. and so it, it's just unreal but that was one of the greatest experiences to be able to see him live and to do it courtside so you know we can make eye contact like he came out in warm-ups and you know how they always scan the baseline like seeing who's there you know getting a chance to make eye contact with Kobe is just Man. It's unreal. Uh, so, yeah, I, I am definitely appreciative of that experience. I told Troy that today, like, you know, what a blessing it is to have that experience and then to be able to share it with one of your best friends who's also a diehard Kobe fan. So, right. right. So I got to see him yeah. in the very beginning. 
you got to see him at the end, and that's like I yep. said, I I'll never forget because after the game, my daddy always tell me. He said, "Man, when that buzzer went off, I looked down and you was gone." <laughs> he didn't know where I was, man. I shot down there and I was hanging over that banister, just hoping somebody would give me a five. And man, Shaq and Kobe did. And yeah, I. Got, I'll never forget that. I wish, you know, I wish we had the camera phones and stuff or I could have got an autograph, but I appreciate that split second moment that uh, he passed me and we had that slight interaction, even though, even if he was just holding his hand up, giving everybody five, like, you know, I had posted, yeah. posted a video on my, I mean, a picture on my Instagram. I think I was like in eighth grade. I had my Kobe jersey on. So I mm-hmm. say I wouldn't. I wasn't a Kobe stan, but as a basketball fan, I still loved him. And I appreciate everything he did. And the older I got, my appreciation just grew for him. And so that's what we're doing here today. Yeah, so. yeah right. definitely. All right, money. Well, I appreciate it. I'm about to I just text Troy. I'm about to call him now. So I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty sure he didn't have some experiences. For sure, some different ones than we've had. So, yeah, but I definitely appreciate you giving me a call, letting me talk about Kobe. Uh, it's been an emotional day, but I always want to do his legacy honor. So, appreciate that. Oh, there's no problem. And uh, like I said, I'm going to get up with you whenever we get some free time so the kids can, you know, you can see the kids and we can just take it. All right, definitely. All right, I love y'all. All right, I love you too. Bye. All right, yeah, that was that was my homie Erica. You know, I've known her since since high school. Um, I got a little I got a little emotional on there because I say in between of um thinking about Kobe, Kobe and his daughter and. You know, like I say, she she looked out for me, you know, countless number, you know, countless times and, you know, just all the emotions. So, you know, I say that's that's like my sister. I love her. Nike's Nike Aiden's godmother. And I know she, you know, while she's around and if something happened to me, even if nothing happened to me, they'll be they'll be good. So I'm about to call the homie Troy. He's another big Kobe Kobe fan, and um, talk to him for a couple minutes. What up, man? What up, bro? I'm what's going on? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm straight, man. I'm straight. Yeah. How about you? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm good. Got a little emotional talking to money, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've yeah. been talking all day. Yeah, and I know she just she just told me the story, you know, that uh, you got her the tickets to the to one of his farewell games. Yeah, yeah, in Indiana. Yeah. Um. So, what was it? Before we, before we go into Kobe the father, what was it that attracted you to Kobe? You know, in the beginning. 
I mean, I think that, you know, the main thing was just, like, you know, just watching him play, like, you just knew that, like, that dude always, like, put everything out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? He put, he put his, like, you knew that when he laced them up that he was going to try to, like, you know what I'm saying, like, go at whoever was in front of him. He just put everything out there. Like, he ain't never sell you short. And as a kid, you know, when Kobe came in the league, I believe it was, you know, in 96. So, you know, I'm I'm nine years old. So that's kind of when I was really getting into, you know what I'm saying, the game myself. Like, so he was just the first person that I saw and was like, man, I want to be like Kobe. Like, I want to do whatever he wanted to do. Like, I didn't, you know, a lot of people in our generation, it's a mix between, you know, people like with the way they feel about Jordan. Which, like, I didn't care about Jordan. I cared about Kobe. Like, Kobe in my eyes was, what I aspired to be because the dude just always went so hard. Like, he always had that chip on his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? He had that look in his eye that you could just see me watching the game that you knew that, you know, that he's going to do something special. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, I was talking talking to a guy who's an agent today and we were just talking about how, like, you know what I'm saying, when Kobe shot game winners throughout his career, it kind of, you know, it's kind of similar to now. And Steph Curry shooting a three. Like, those were only two times in basketball where I ever, I ever felt like I knew for sure a shot was going in. It's like when Steph shoot a three and then went back when Kobe would, like, you know, get the ball in his hand with the clock winding down, you just knew that, you know what I'm saying, like he was finna go win the game. So right. that's kind of what always got me into him. Yeah, man. Like I say, I was, I was more of an AI fan, but – I still, you know, I still rooted for Kobe when they were going against the the Jailblazers. You know, when they yep, had, yep. Them, you know, when they had them battles. I remember watching the game when he lobbed that up to Shaq. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You know when they had them battles with the with the Kings. You know, I remember yep. watching that. Like, I, like I was telling Money, um, you know, when the Lakers came here in '96, and it was it was it was before Phil. I think Dale Harris was the coach. Nick Nick Van yeah. Exel was on the team. Eddie Jones. My daddy took me down to the game when they were downtown, and you know, he said he 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 always remind me of this that when that buzzer went off, he looked down and I was gone. I was yeah. I was you know I'm down there. I'm hanging over the banister and I got my hand out, and Shaq and Kobe gave <laughs> me, Shaq and Kobe gave me a five, and that's something I never oh, wow. yeah, that's wow. something I never forgot and I never will forget. You know, and that that split second, you know, I got to yep. a slight. You know, I got to interact with them, with him, and As a kid. yeah, man. And you know, that was my first ever NBA game. You know, I was a Jordan guy, then Kobe and AI, and like we grew up with that '96 class. Just like you say, you that's when you were really starting to pay attention. So that was our that. That was everything, you know, being basketball fans and playing basketball. We grew up with them. Yep. And, you know, we, you know, we learned, we learned from some of the stuff. They influenced us a lot. That was, obviously was the reason I I got braids. You know what I'm yep. saying? Kobe and Jordan, the reason I, you know, you be in the backyard when you was little or yep. on the court, you know, you want that last shot. Yep. And yeah, you do exactly what they, what they what they do, you know. I just I like I said, I definitely remember just playing basketball, you know, chewing on 
chewing on the gum, you know, saying chewing on gum like Kobe, you know, mm-hmm. like just like you know, because like, he got it from Mike, you know, what I'm saying and just kind of like passed down to me, you know. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying like the way Kobe was, you know, I got I got a pain right here in my basement, you know, what I'm saying Kobe when he won that championship, just you know, what I'm saying him soaking it all in with that Lakers jacket on, you know, it's just. Mm. Yeah, Kobe, like his game just like I said, inspired everything that I was doing back then. It was all based on what I saw Kobe doing. Right. Shoot. I mean, I even had a, I had a Kobe fro in junior high, and high <laughs> school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. He, he influenced. He influenced a lot that we, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't really realize until you got older, or, you, or if you knew, you know what you were doing, but you know you don't realize how much they actually influenced you. So. Like as as a father, because you know, Gianna was on the on the helicopter with him, and that's mm-hmm. what you know. That's what really really broke my heart. And you know, you got you got you got you got two kids. You know, your oldest is a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, your oldest, and like as a father, what what do you take from what is it that you take from Kobe? Uh, I mean, as a father, really just, like, his passion, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've watched all the, I've watched all the, you know, specials, everybody talking about Kobe today, and it just, you know, for a guy who accomplished all that he accomplished in 20 years on the basketball court, like, the main thing you heard everybody say was, like, how passionate he was, and we was able to see, you know, these last years since he's been away from basketball, about his daughter, you know what I'm saying, about about Gigi, you know, his daughter was on the plane with him. Like, I mean, you just see that, you know, he's coaching her team. He has the academy, you know, where he was, you know what I'm saying, doing all this stuff for her. You know, I saw pictures of him, like, going to, taking her to, like, UConn basketball games. So, I mean, just, you know, as a dad, just seeing somebody, you know, and and it's something that, you know, I aspire to be because regardless of how great you are in your your day-to-day life, you know, in your profession, you know, being able to be even better as a dad, as a father, you know, to your kids, it just, it means a lot. that somebody who accomplished all that he accomplished. And when, you know, his time came that the thing you heard people talk about the most is what all he was doing for his kids. Well, you know, the whole reason why he even decided to transport, you know, transport himself back and forth in a helicopter was because of, you know, because of his kids, you know, to make sure that, you know, Hey, his wife is like, hey, you know, Kobe, we you don't have to pick the kids up from school, and he decided to you know and go buy himself a helicopter because he wanted to get home and to practice and to working out back and forth quicker to be able to have that extra time in the car with his kids. He said that you know he wanted to pick his kids up you know from school and spend that ten fifteen minutes that you know he he couldn't get to spend if he's on the road, mm-hmm. you know he didn't want to sit in traffic. He wanted to be as efficient as possible. And just hearing him talk about that today, about, you know, why he even travels in a helicopter, you know, from a video that they posted today from years ago, is like I said, it really just touched me because, you know, I know how I go about my life that, you know, regardless of what I do as a profession, like, I want to be the best dad. Like, I wanted somebody to say, you know, when my time comes, like, man, dude, Troy would do whatever he could for his kids, right. you know, and I mean, just seeing what Kobe was trying to do, you know what I'm saying, for his, for his little one, it's just. It's rough. It's definitely rough, especially coming from somebody who, you know, what I'm saying have a have a daughter as well, and kind of can directly connect to what you know, what I'm saying what 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 he just went through. I just, I, like I said, I can't even wrap my head around it for real. Right, because like 
the only thing I'm constantly seeing in my head is him and Gianna courtside at all these different games and yeah. the smile on her face, you know, when yeah. she's with him and just the interactions and like I say, man, that that breaks my heart more than anything. Like yeah. if yeah, it was, like if it was just him on the helicopter, it still would hurt. But knowing that she was with him, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you know, she She's was right there with she, him. Yeah, she was thirteen. And that's that that's too short. And now I mean as a father, like for me, like for real, like I mean, this this is the this is the layer of it for me that like really really gets me, you know, the past twenty four hours and it crushes me, you know, it kinda brought me to tears. Just like I mean, knowing Kobe and you know, the way we know him, you know, just from watching him the last twenty plus years, like, you know, you, you know and you got you got you got two kids too, so you, you can kinda attest to this too. I mean in that situation, man, like you can only imagine as a dad, you know, what I'm saying what Kobe was trying to do, you know, to console his daughter, right. knowing that, you know, what I'm saying telling her like, hey, it's gonna be okay, knowing that it really wasn't gonna be okay, you know, what I'm saying like, and as a father, like that's all I can, all, that's all personally I can think about, like with my like having my kids, and I'm in a situation where I know that, you know, this is it for us. And I'm trying to hold my, you know, my daughter or my son and console them to, like, let them know that it's going to be okay knowing that, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately, it's not going to be. Like, I couldn't even, that part for me is, like, the hardest part to digest. Yeah. You know, as a dad, a dad just thinking about that, like, you know, it's just nothing. It's, it's that one point of knowing that, like, for your kid, it's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, as a parent, that just, that sucks, man. And, that sucks. So. You know, Nike and, um, Nike and her mom, they're they're actually going to Arizona next week. So yeah. since you know, and I told money this like since this happened yesterday, it's like yo, I don't even want them to go because I've only yeah. I've only flown twice. I don't I don't like it okay. just because you know you're up there and you're just so helpless. Like yo, if something happened, that's it. Yeah, that's you know. Yeah. So I don't want them to go, but you know, there's nothing I can do. I can't. Yeah, you know, I can't yeah, live can't in fear. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't live in fear for sure. Um, one of the things, one of the main things, on top of what you said that I um that I'm gonna take is trying to instill that I'm trying to get into myself, but I'm most definitely gonna instill into the kids is like the fearlessness that he had. Yep, like that, like people aren't born. You know, they're not. Not a lot of people are born like that. You know, you're not, people don't just figure out like, yo, I just, just have that type of mentality. That's something that you have to be special or that's something you have to work on because, you know, the fear is natural, but for him just to be fearless about anything that he set his mind to, that's something that I want to take and instill into the kids because, you know, that's what's going to, that's what's going to push them, give them that drive and that laser focus to accomplish everything that they set out to accomplish. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, like Money said, Kobe got a bad rap for being selfish. But, you know, since, you know, since his retirement, 
he didn't do anything but help. You know, I seen yep. I seen what Jason posted yesterday. The pictures of, you know, you see so many pictures of all these NBA players that when worked out with Kobe in the off season, you know, he he wasn't as selfish as, you know, people wanted to make him out to be. Um like have you outside of you so you have you you seen him play what multiple times? A couple times? Uh I've seen I've seen Kobe play uh four times. Okay. I've seen four times. Yeah, I saw him a couple of times when I was a kid and uh more recently, like on the you know, the second half of his career. Right. I saw him uh I saw him a couple of times. Now have, yeah. you, have you ever had a chance to meet him? I, I I have not had a chance to meet him. Um uh, like formally. Um, like I said, I've been you know, I've been in some similar rooms as, as him. Like I've been kinda, you know, in his presence at like functions or whatever, like all star weekend. Okay. But I've never gotten to like, you know, shake his hand and like, you know, really talk to him like that, you know. I, I wish I would have been able to, but right. I'm, you know, I've, I've, I've been blessed to, you know, be close to people that are very close to him and just being able to like, you know, feel his energy through them and like hearing stories about him through people who I know who, you know, been around him and spend time with him. You know, so, so I, I can just kind of live on, live on some of those memories, you know. Right. See, that, that, that's cool. Um. Yeah, man. Like I say, it's it's it's, it's a sad day, and like I told money, like for us to lose Nipsey, not even a year ago, and then turn around and lose Kobe. Um. Yeah. You know, L.A. You know, L.A. is still trying to get over Nipsey, and now this happened with Kobe. Yeah. Those are like two of the biggest. You know, L.A. natives. Right, right. And, you know, they was two brothers doing positive things for the kids, for the community, trying to make trying to make lives better. And unfortunately, yeah. it was their time. You know, you would hope that you would think that it's people out here that are doing no good, that ain't trying to help nobody, selfish and whatever. You would think that it would be them before the people that are out here doing good. The good people. Yeah. So yeah. no, that's true, that's true. Sure, that's true. And you know, it's amazing it's amazing how those things work, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Right. It's it's one of those things where you, you just never know, you know. Yeah, man, like I say I it's it's uh it's it's, it's hard to it's hard to wrap my head around this whole situation. I just feel like this this wasn't this wasn't the way Kobe's story was supposed to end. You know what right. I'm saying? It's not like he told him all stuff. Like, I mean, we, we, we remember everything he did on the court. And to see what he was finally starting to do, like, off the court, you know, his, like, you know, his detailed stuff on ESPN. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he was, like, doing the, you know, he wrote the, he wrote the, the children's book. Like, it's just, it's crazy to see that, you know, like, he was, I was excited to see what he was, what he was up to. Like, he, we knew that, that Kobe mentality will be in whatever he did. So it's just like, man, dude, like we were just really getting to see like how special he was about to be and all this stuff that he was doing, you know, off the court. Like he transitioned so well, which a lot of people didn't think he would. They were like, you know, a lot of people thought that it would be hard for Kobe to find something to do after, you know, after basketball. And like he, he just transitioned so well. I kind of was excited to see like what all he had been working on. 
Right. And I was just reading something about him. You know, he started to do some stuff with Disney. And then, you know, and then you get hit with this. It's like, man, dude, like, yeah. we were really, like, really in store for something special. You know, like, we really, he had such a bright future. And I, I really, you know, minus me thinking about, you know what I'm saying, his last second with his, his daughter. The other thing that just really keeps, keeps getting stuck on my mind is that, like, you know, a lot of people don't know, but, you know, this was the year that he was going to be able to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, you know, yeah. and just, Knowing that, you know what I'm saying, like, I won't get to hear that Hall of Fame speech from Kobe. Like, he, he, he just knew it was going to be great. Like, he knew he was going to be Kobe. He was going to talk, you know, he was going to talk his stuff. He was going to, you know what I'm saying, like, he, it was going to be like one of those Jordan Hall of Fame speeches where mm-hmm. he was going to bring up some, some stuff that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't bring up. That he, he remembered, you know, his whole career. Like, I just, it's stuck that he won't get to hear that, though. Right. Uh, and, um, yeah, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, you know, you know the, you know the effect and the presence that that somebody has when, you know, we're sitting there talking about them. We're emotional. We, you know, we never met him. It wasn't like, yep. you know, yep. we called him every other day and stuff like that. It's like that's how you know, yep. you know, he's special. And yeah, you're right, you're right. That you know his post his post playing career. He played twenty years. But he retired, and it was only like, you know, four, less than yep. four, a little less than four. And I'm not even gonna lie; I was kind of hoping maybe we'll see him get to play one more time. He was maybe gonna join the big three just for a season, just so we can get that, <laughs> you know, because I I could have seen yeah. him doing that after seeing yeah. after you know the big three been around for a few years and seeing how they play that old school ball. I seen Kobe going out there because that's that's how he wanted, you it's know. Yeah, yeah. So I say, man, it's a it's a sad day, and it's gonna be a while before you know this before we stop. And and we, you know what? And it's gonna be a long time before we stop thinking about it because, like, on my Instagram, Nipsey still pops up. Yep, yep. So it's like you can't. You know, you're never going to forget. And then, so Kobe going to keep popping up and Gianna. And then another thing that's hurting me is now his youngest daughter, she's never going to actually, she's she's going to remember through other people, but she's yeah. not going to actually remember the experiences yep. that she had with him. And, oh, you're right. You're right about that. and that, that right there hurts me. Cause you're right, you're right about that. Even with like, I keep bringing up Nipsey, but even uh, I heard something that Lauren London, Lauren London said her son is asking where is daddy. Yep. And like that's that that's heartbreaking, man. Yeah, kids don't understand, you know. Young kids, they don't understand, you know. All yeah. kids don't really understand. So, yeah, so. man, it's just, yeah, it's, I mean, we we gonna always. You go. We always live like the Kobe's gonna always live just because I mean the way like, the impact he had on so many people. Like, you touch that many lives, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just hard for you. It's hard for you to ever, you know, what I'm saying fade away. Like he just touched too many lives. Like I mean, me personally, like I, 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 I don't know. I just I don't. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I would never even watch an NBA game the same. Let alone like a Lakers game. Like, I would never watch a Lakers game and not you know. Right. Think about him, like you know, it'd be hard for me to like, you know, it's hard. I mean, it's gonna be hard to watch an NBA game, you know. And, 
and not think about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because it's rough. It's like almost every time you've seen a game, it didn't matter where in the country, Kobe and Gianna was there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, they were at yep. a lot of games. And, yep. like, I don't know how long it's going to be. Like, Nike, her middle name is Gianna. I really ain't even I really ain't even trip off that until today. So you know, like I say, I'm, I'm you know I can probably say for the both of us, we're gonna you know as our kids get older, we're gonna continue to try to have the same type of effect and like you know do the things that you know our parents have done, what Kobe was doing with his kids, just to because we're not gonna forget them. The only thing we can do is try to carry on what he was doing. Yep, yep. Well, you're right about that for sure. So, like I say, man, it's it's gonna be a while before I feel okay. You know, it's 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 still gonna bother me for a while, but I think talking, you know, us just having these conversations, you know, it it, it helps because you know. We can, uh, you know, we just pretty much help each other, console each other. That's the reason I, I wanted. To, that's the reason I wanted to call and talk, talk to you and Money because I know y'all were y'all were big Laker fans, Kobe fans. And, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> my God, yeah, so crazy. Hey, so yeah, man. But I I do appreciate you getting on here. I'm, I'm really gonna we gonna have to get you on for uh you know a full episode just to chit chat. Talk about talk about yeah yeah definitely man yeah I want I want to get on a brighter note right I know we said that we said that before but I know you busy you know I'm I'm busy in school and work and all this other stuff so we like I told money we got to carve out some time and just get together and just chill man yeah oh yeah for sure yeah so you know. Just a prime example of why, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, exactly. Uh, life, life is too, life is too fragile to you know, be too, too busy for people that's really close to you. So you gotta, you know, and I kind of, I try to take something positive from when, from when things like this happen, and that's kind of what, you know, right? You know, I, I, I gotta make make time for you know different things, and that way I'm not, you know, talking to you when something bad happened. I'm talking to you, you know. When it's positive as well, so right, just to see we, de- we definitely need to make some time to you know get together and, like you said, talk about the kids and stuff like that. Okay, well I appreciate it, bro. Uh, I'll be in touch. Man, I'll let you. All right, all right. Yep. That was the that was my other homie Troy, man. Um, knowing him since ninth grade, we played basketball together. Like I say, he was a. He was a Sorry about that. He was a big, uh, he was a big Laker, not Kobe fan. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I'm going to play this, uh, this other little track, the other half, another piece of the Wayne. Like we opened up, we opened up with the, uh, with the Kobe, Kobe song about Wayne. So I'm going to go ahead and get this, another little snippet of that on. Here you go. Ain't no defending me. One guy certainly envious of the way Brian's played lately, LeBron James. 
I've been quoted saying that he's the definitely the best player in our league. Um, to me, in my eyes, the best scorer in our, in our, in our league. And it's, I mean, I don't know if it's another, it's not another guy to me that can accomplish something. Take a day off, catch you at the top, put the key and get a J off. Baseline, FaceTime, timed out like 2-3. Even 2-3, gotta love how I do me. Practice while you sleep, practice in my sleep. Straight out of high school, the brackets ain't for me. I will be jumping over you like I got a mattress at my feet. And all feel jet some things, you better be passing it to me. I put the master in the beats, attack it like a beast. And I am starving for victory, and that means I'm a eat. And when they ask you who's the best, then the answer. Who's the best player that you Really? Why? Yeah, that was that was other half. That was another little snippet from uh that Lil Wayne song that Kobe Bryant. When I had my uh when I had my aspirations of making it to the league, when I worked out, I used to listen to that in my uh you know listen to that in my headphones while I was shooting around. I was trying to, uh, I was trying to channel my inner Kobe, Kobe Jordan, whoever. But yeah, I used to try to channel my inner Kobe, try to get that, that Mamba, that Mamba look. But I'm gonna go ahead and call my, uh, I'm gonna call my brother, Courtney, and we gonna conversate. I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go. Hello. What up, bro? What's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to get you on, just to uh, you know, talk, talk Kobe, and talk to a couple of other homies. So I wanted to get you on, talk Kobe, just to see, you know, how you felt about him. Oh, okay. So uh, now you 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 a few you a few years older than me, so you're uh. <laughs> You remember, so you were you grew up more with Jordan. So when Kobe came into league, like, what was your? How did you? What did you think about him? I mean, I, I liked him for the simple fact that I got tired of seeing old dudes in the league. Okay, I actually got tired of Jordan winning. <laughs> so when he came, it was like, oh, here come the new blood. So yeah, it was. I liked him, and it. I like Kobe pro more than I like ball head Kobe. Like when he had the pro, he was more aggressive to me. He's reckless, but you know. Yeah, number eight Kobe. Yeah, number eight Kobe with the Adidas, with the ugly Adidas. <laughs> uh, so were you were you more of a Kobe like like once once the older guys started transitioning out? Like were you more of a Kobe fan? Because I remember. I was more of an AI guy, but I still like Kobe. So I remember those those series he had with Portland and the Kings. I remember the oop he threw to Shaq and stuff like that. Like, were you like, were you a Kobe guy or? And see, that's that's what I liked him when he was younger. I think when he started starting, I didn't like him as much because a lot of guys. I want to say a lot of better guys came to me, but more like I want the AI guy because of the braids and the chains and the mm-hmm. jerseys. I gravitated more towards that because he was dressing like a rapper. I mean, and, you know, Kobe Kobe was balling, but I just didn't. I didn't hate on him. I know a lot of is the whole hey Kobe LeBron, 
I didn't hate him like that, but I like, I feel like when Shaq got there, he wasn't, I didn't like him as much as I did before Shaq got there. I liked him because he was trying to break through. Yeah, cause first and foremost, he, Eddie Jones shouldn't have been starting over that dude. I mean, Eddie Jones was cool, but he was better than Eddie Jones to me. But Eddie Jones was a baller, but he wasn't Kobe. Right. But I think um, I almost want to say the last time I probably really kind of saw messed with him was when he missed that shot in the playoffs. Uh, I know you've seen the highlight of him missing that shot. That was like basically the last time he didn't come through in the clutch. Right. But that was when he was young. Because oh, I know I remember. Yeah, and he okay. missed that shot. I mean, yeah. I feel like if he didn't hit that shot, I think he would have never even changed his game. Because I think he changed his game because he knew I had to do something different. Right. But that's when he started changing. When he started emulating Jordan even more, I kind of stopped liking him because I wasn't. I was like, all right, all right give me some. When he, I mean, he crossed Jordan up, but what crossover you remember more? The moment when he crossed Jordan up or when AI crossed Jordan up, it meant more. It was different. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean but I remember the oop to Shaq. I, but, see, I like the Trailblazers because, once again, they represented more, you know, Rasheed Wallace and all his Bonzi Wells. Them dudes, them, them dudes was assassins. Mm-hmm. But Kobe was just, he was better. Right. He was Benny at Shaq, too, but, yeah. Uh my daddy actually took me to the game when they came here in '96. It was right before. I remember that. I remember. I remember telling you about. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, right, I remember. Right before Phil came and uh, uh, when the game was over with, you know, like I say, I said this a few times, but after the game was over with, he said he looked down and I was gone. I'm hanging over the rail with my hand out, and Shaq and Kobe gave me five. Mm. So mm. Know, I'll never forget that. You know, ten years old. That's heavy, there. Yeah, man. Ten years old, and it's like, man, I remember that. You know, forever. Um, okay, so seeing Kobe transition from NBA player to full time father, like as as a father as well. How do you like? Do you? How do you feel about that? Like seeing, constantly seeing him with his daughter and teaching her, and seeing how she was turning out. Yeah, he was doing it the right way. It's uh, it was, it, you know, it's, you know, I mean, because I, I mean that kind of hit me hard. Like even though I wasn't a fan, so I think that's probably what made it a lot, a little more worse mm-hmm. was because. You you saw how much he was putting into her. I mean, he had the whole day, the Mamba seat, the jerseys, and he was really going in for him. So that's what kind of makes the whole ordeal like a, it, you know, it hits you a little different. But I mean, he, I mean, you know, he did what he had to do, and I appreciate that because he's kind, you know, a lot of times in the NBA they 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 like to show the mom, the mom, the mom, 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 but he was actually out there repping for the the daddies, and I I, I like that a lot more because. It showed that because they don't show fathers in a negative, in a positive light like they should right. in the NBA. And I thought he was a real good example of how how beneficial having a father in, in your life can be, especially for a daughter. Right? Because I know what he went through. You know what he went through back in the day. He wasn't gonna let none of that happen with his daughter. You already know that wasn't gonna go down. So that's what really was because you know. He had his issues, and I, I'm sure he put her on game. And he would have had her squared away where she wouldn't have to worry about nothing like that happening. Right. Because um, I know I used to, I used to when, when I heard that 
before I actually started seeing, you know, him and Gian out all the time, I heard that he was, uh, he was, you know, he coached the AAU team, and I heard he was mm-hmm. teaching them the uh, the triangle. I'm like, man, I'm little twelve year old girls. I want to <laughs> learn no triangle, but <laughs> but seeing, you know, you start seeing the videos of her and how she she was playing just like him. And, mm-hmm. You know, you see, you just watch any almost any random NBA game on a Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday night, and there them there they were. It don't matter where they were, you seen them at the next Hawk game, and you always seen them in L.A. You see them at college games, and it was always them two just sitting there. And you see him teaching her the game, and yeah. you know all this stuff he was doing. After he retired, he was doing it for her and doing it for other kids. So, like you say, that that hit different when you found out that she was on there with him. And yeah, somebody said on ESPN Radio, like, man, I can only imagine. I can't really imagine, but I can only imagine like him trying to console her and let her know everything's gonna be all right as that helicopter went down. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and you know, like as a parent. Like I was talking, like I just got off the phone with my other partner. He was like, "Man, you know, as a parent, that's the stuff that you have to do if something like that was to happen. But that's something you don't want to think about because you know, that's, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying, man. Trying to let them know yeah. everything gonna be okay, but you know that it's not. And it's like, damn. I didn't mean, think about that. That's that's that what makes that situation." even more harder to swallow knowing that we all can be put in that position at any moment. Cause you, you never know. Right. And just hearing that, man, I, cause I, you know, when you said that, it just kind of flashed in my mind. Like, what if I had to do that? You, you gotta right. be, and that's, that's a, that's a, a trait that only men can, you know, you have to be ready to make that, make that statement if it needs to be. And it's, that's, that's kind of crucial there, man. That's right. a good point, man. Yeah. Cause you know, I've only flown twice, and just most recently in September, when we went down to Disney, and I don't like flying. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're just helpless up there for real. And mm-hmm. the thing I'm, you know, I'm thinking in my head is like, well, I pray to God don't nothing happen. But if it do, I I, I have to keep her calm because mm-hmm. you know, it's so. You know, like you say, as fathers, man, you you know you're going to have to do what it is that you don't want to do to, you know, to make sure that the kids are good and stuff like that. And so, like, okay, as a – because I say one of the things, one of the main things I'm taking, I'm I'm trying to take from Kobe is that that fearlessness that he had. Mm. And, you know, I'm going to try to instill that into the kids. You know, whatever it is you're trying to do, you need to be fearless because just if you fail, you fail. You know, it's not yeah. the end of, it's not the end of the world because fear keeps a lot of people from doing certain things. Uh I mean, is there anything that you feel that you would take from him just parenting wise, like that you've seen? I mean, I will say seeing how he did the things with his daughter to make her better in the game. I've kind of recently been adopting being more like that with my son because I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I slacked off for a lot of years. I was too busy focused on other stuff 
instead of worrying about his development. But actually, it's not even it's him. Uh, LeBron, the way he played, I guess, the past few years, I've been noticing how they've been focusing on their kid. I was like, well, let me get on this because, you know, if they can do it, I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking that approach where I want to do more with the means I got because they got all this stuff going on. They still focusing that time to make their kids better at the game. So I feel like I've, I've, I've actually been doing it a lot the past, pretty much since I started, I coached him last year. With us. Since last year, for the most part, just trying to be more attentive to his needs on the court because ain't nothing happening with me. It's rap. So <laughs> if that's what he want to do, I want to make sure we put both of our, you know, our best foot forward on it. And I asked him, I asked him, hey, man, you want to do this or not? He said, yeah, and, you know, because we were talking about this yesterday. We know we were watching the stuff on ESPN. And I asked him, I said, you see how she was going? He was there. He was he doing nine other things, but he made sure he took her to that game. Mm-hmm. So we going to do this. We got to put that, that, that level of dedication in, you know. So we went, I came home. I said, hey, man, you going to the gym today? He said, yeah. I said, all right, let's go. <laughs> I mean, because I want you to tell me you ready to make that jump. Like, and you see what this – this girl put her life on the line for the game. Right. I mean, I ain't asked you to put your life on the line, but I just want you to show me you dedicated like she was. I mean, because, you know, that's, man. Yeah. Just show me you dedicated. And he went, and, they, and seeing that, how he's putting that effort in, I'm going to have to put that same amount of effort in. So I don't want to pressure him, but I want to push him. Right. I want to make sure that he understand that. I don't want, I want you to make these choices on your own, but if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Right. We ain't going to do it. We're going to let it go. Right. And, you know, that's something I can take. That's something I can take from you. You know, Nike, she's only three. Aiden's one. So, mm-hmm. you know, they they all over the place right now. But, you know, yeah. once, they, once they decide they want to do something, then I need to be behind them, supporting them, and being just, as, you know, being just as dedicated as they are to make yeah. sure that they succeed at what it is they want to do because you know if you don't have nobody behind you unless you're just extremely special and you got that self-motivation you don't need nobody if you don't have nobody behind you showing you that if you're gonna put the work in i'm gonna be there with you yeah Yeah. uh you know so i'm i want to make sure i want to be on the same thing that you on because i seen i seen the pictures i see the videos that you post and you in you and Cam in the gym, and so I want to have that same thing once they get to the point to where they decide whatever it is, whether it be sports, I know, man, music, whatever it is they want to do. You know, I want to be. I told, I, I told me want to be a tap dancer. We're gonna get that hurt. Yeah. We're gonna get the country <laughs> in it up. <laughs> it don't matter. I, I, and I told him that it don't have to be basketball. I mean, because I think he actually wants to play. I mean, I think you want to play because I don't. I can't play anymore, and I don't play anymore. So you know, he you know he was with me when I ended up going to the hospital because I couldn't play no more. And so he probably think you know like well maybe I want to play because he want to play. And I think that's really what he tell me that's not what it is, but I feel that's kind of like what pushes him. But I said, hey man, it could be volleyball, track and field, throwing a shot put. I don't care. But whatever we do. We're going to go 1,000%, and we're not going to do it at all. As long as you're not there, you can be a singer. I don't care what you do. Right. But I gotta, I'm got i going to be there. I'm going to push you. I ain't going to press you, but I will push you. So. Mm. Yeah. That's, uh, but, like, but Aiden, I'm telling you, man, because I, I slacked 
six, seven, and eight. I was, I don't know what I was on, but six, seven, and eight, that's crucial. That's when I should have really been kind of leading them in, in that direction, but I wasn't. So, yeah, when you went eight and get about six, seven, and eight, <laughs> put that ball in his bed when you wake up and put the first thing you see. <laughs> a ball, bat, whatever, a microphone, whatever you're going to do. I mean, he already. Book. <laughs> I mean, he already. We got the little basketball hoop, and he be, he be messing around. Uh, I mean, Nike the same way. She, she like, yeah. like, we'll be watching basketball, and she constantly asks, can we go to a basketball game? Can we go to a basketball game? I'm like, look, when we get the chance, we're going to go. So, you know, I'm not sure, but I want to, like I say, I, I at least got to put her in there and let her try, and if it sparks something, mm-hmm. then, you know, I know where to take it. I know how to take it because – yeah. No, I necessarily I didn't necessarily had that person behind me when I had my hoop dreams. You, know. you ain't the only one. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it was dry. It was dry for a lot of us. So, That's why you know. So yeah, so you know, you want to make up for what you didn't have. You know, you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you tell yourself, man. When I had kids, I'm gonna make sure I do this, 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 and this because I didn't have it. So, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh so your so your your who you know, your your recreational balling days is over. No, I mean not yet. I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm in and out of the doctor, man, trying to make sure my heart right. I, you uh-huh. know, I got the same I got the same thing, not like Chris Box. I don't have the blood clots, but I have the same type of heart defect that he has. Mm. So if he can you know, but he has the blood clot, that's why he can't play. I don't have blood clots, but if I can get it squared away, I should be back on the court, actually. And I'm thinking in the next two months, hopefully. Yeah, now, I mean, I'm doing stress tests and sleep stuff. I'm doing anything I can do to find out what's popping. And right. so when I find it out, but yeah, man, right now, I've been on the shelf, man. I mean, I work out, but I can't I can't go out there, man. I may around and have a heart attack on some silly stuff, you know? Mm. And, he, and he see that, so, you know, you know what it is. But you ain't lying about that hoop dream stuff, man. That's a real. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, it. Don't get no realer than that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I played. I played about two weeks ago at the little wreck down the street from the crib, and uh, you know, I was just going up there to get some shots up, and it's, they up there running full court, and end up getting picked up, and you know, I ran. I ran three games. Man, but when I tell you, like, because at some point in time, dog, I, I I chipped a piece of my kneecap. Ooh. Probably playing ball, you know, knocking knees with people. So uh, I got this knot on my knee. And after I, after I played that day, yo, when I tell you, every 200 steps, my knee would just give out. It will buckle. And so I went and got it checked out. And first I got patellar tendinitis. And and, and the patella tendon is grown is over the bone where the little chip is. So mm-hmm. he said, if I had surgery, it's gonna be the basically the type of surgery where, as if I tore my patella tendon, because he got that's a, a real that's a real injury. Dang. Yeah. So he got because he said he got to move the patella and go up under it and get the get the chip bone. But right now we're just gonna try uh, therapy for about six weeks and see where it's at. But if that don't work, then yeah, I'm gonna have to have a, I'm gonna have to have a surgery. He talking about it's gonna be about a two three month rehab. I'm like, shh. 
So. Oh, so, so, I mean, can you, you can walk and stuff, you just can't run. No, see, I mean, I can walk and I can run, but it's like the exploding, you know, like jumping and taking off, really. That's when, mm-hmm. that's when I feel it. And, you know, like I say, after running up and down that court, then that's when the 15 and 16 year olds started showing up. I played one more game. And I didn't even want to play that. The dude was like, he pointed at me like, yeah, I got him. I shook my head like, no, you don't. And apparently he ain't, apparently he ain't hear me because when they got on the court, he like, hey. I'm like, man. So, yeah, I was like, uh, if I do anything, I'm just getting some shots up, shooting by myself. Yeah, man. Because I didn't transition to that old man game. I went right to the post. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you hold on, you 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 got you you a few years, you should be still out there cooking, you know. Man, hey, I was getting. You got an NBA injury going on. <laughs> you got an NBA injury. I was I was getting some shots, but after a while, I like, look, man, I'm gonna take this dude right down to the post, and I I got my little Tim Duncan on. Hit him at that bank. Man, it's real though. You get huh? I say it's real. You got them little, them little sixteen year olds, seventeen year olds. They be trying to be out there make a highlight of you. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna bully you down in this post. I'm telling you, getting all back exercises on me. I'm telling you, and dude had about three inches on me. That's why I got him on the pump fake. Like yeah, yeah, youngster. You're <laughs> <laughs> like the old man at the park. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. So I say it's uh. It's a sad day, man, and like uh, I said before, you know, we didn't lost Nipsey and mm. Kobe in less than a year. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, it's it's it, it, it's amazing how you know. I mean, you know, I know all too well how some just go away. Boom, you just you're not ready for it, and it's, and it's always because you're not ready for it, you know. And it's, right. man. yeah, and it's uh. Like I say, you know, it was two brothers that were doing, doing things that you ex that they were doing stuff that the right way. You know, they were mm-hmm. giving back. They were giving back to the community. Um, they were they were helping the youth. They were trying to change things for the better. And yeah. you know, they Nipsey life cut extremely short. And then you know Diddy and his 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 little girl life cut short. So you know, say just just never know. And you just hope that you know you're doing what you you're doing what you can and what you should while you're here, so you remember. Because we know, like I said, we we talking about Kobe. We ain't never had a conversation with him. We ain't never met him. Yeah, I know. But, but he, that's how that, that impact. Yeah, man. Yeah, from on the other side of the country, you know. Miles away, fifteen hundred miles away, and we, you know, he had he had an effect on us. So that impact, man. I mean, hey. Yeah, but yeah, man. Like I said, we gonna have to, uh, um, you know, we got to, we got to get you on for a full episode. Just let me know, man. I'm gonna be trying to knock this little school stuff out. I'm I'm getting back on it myself pretty soon. I'm I'm getting cameras and all. I'm trying to get like y'all, man. Y'all the mother they be to get back in the game. I'm like, oh, these dudes. Man, I've been listening to the joints. Man, that one episode was dark, though. I'm like, man, about the homie with the FedEx. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That, and, and that's funny that I was, because you, you were talking about the homie. You looked up, looked him up, and he was 
I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah that one got me, man. Yeah, that's when I, I that's when I moved down there, and mm. like I said, he still he stayed next door, and we just he used to be walking around with his friends, and me, my dad, and them be outside, and he just me and him just kind of gravitated, and I come up here, and I would leave him my key, and he, you know, seventeen, eighteen, going, yeah. to, you know, he go to the crib, play the game, and just chill. And I kept up with him, me and him talk every once in a while. And then I just, like I said, I found, I was looking up FedEx for something else and seeing his damn picture down there. And it's like, yo. So, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like I said, we, man, we, we trying to, we trying to do some things. We trying to get back onto a regular schedule and we trying to get, you know, we, we trying to move to the YouTube and stuff like that. So, yeah, we can link, we need to link up and work. You know, work on some things together. Yeah, man, get back and get up. Yeah, I got definitely got to go on YouTube, man. Y'all stuff be sounding good. I'm like the OG versus the old head. I, 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 I know my because I be I be missing y'all man work. I do a lot of driving, so yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. So that's why you know we got to start getting you on. You know, Your son be knocking on the door and trying to get in the room. Nah, listen, they, <laughs> Hey, that, like I say, I'd be having to, I'd be having to tell people, man, that's, that's real life going on right now. Like, yeah. The last episode we just put out, we had to cut. We didn't even get to do our, do end the show like we wanted to. Nike fell outside and busted her lip and stuff. So. Oh, dang. Yeah. On this one, we had that ice, slipped outside, busted her lip and chewing mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, until I can, until we can find somewhere to go where it's always quiet gonna have them real life experiences yeah man just let me know man yeah i'm you know i need to get my practice on so so i get to get on y'all level yeah i got across all the platforms i'm like hey i heard you doing it real big we're trying so we can get to we yeah like i said we need to get together and just kick it and chill and like i said get you on some episodes yeah, man, I was sure going to ask you what you going to start hooping on. I guess you're going to be down for a minute. <laughs> I mean, I'm going I'm, I'm to try this rehab. I'm going to try this therapy. I start next Monday. So if that if, if that helps, then, yeah, I, I'll get back out there. Even if we just go and just shoot around and, and chit-chat. Yeah. You know, I'll meet, I meet yeah. y'all up there and shoot around and work work with you and Cam. Yeah, he definitely need it, man. Well, let me know. All right, I'll be I'll be in touch. I appreciate you getting on though. No problem, y'all. Yeah, have a good one. I'm gonna check. Can't wait to check this one. Now, how many guys I had on so far? Uh, how many who? How many guys I had on so far? Uh, today you the fourth one, so I had my. Oh, I, so y'all got a lot of opinions on here. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah, yeah all right, then, man. Yeah, it's, I mean it's just me, Travis. He was he was actually out in LA yesterday. He just got back today. <laughs> So, oh dang, he was out there. Yeah, yeah, he just got back today, so he wasn't able to make it. So it's just me today. So that's why that's the reason I was one of the reasons I was calling everybody because I'm like, shoot, I can't do this whole thing by myself. I almost broke down talking to my one homie because I started thinking mm. about Nike and some other stuff, and she didn't help me out hey. a few times. So yeah, when you hear it, I'm telling you, man, because it's that it's when you have that first kid, you get that that un that not. That you you it's gonna be there until the end of time because you that worry that you mm-hmm. want them to be okay at all times like I you know I mean because I know your your kids when they gonna start going on the bus and all that it's gonna be man you gonna be like, dang yeah. especially with Nike because she a girl and these streets I heard nutty and these dudes and yeah. 
we got to put on some real good games. Just yeah. teach us some judo. I'm telling you everything. <laughs> Man. <laughs> but I appreciate it, Courtney. I, I'm, I'm going to hit you up. I'll be in touch. Try to maybe do something. All right, then, man. Something. All right. All right. Yep. All right, people. Well, uh, you know, it's an extra long episode. It's almost two hours. But uh, I appreciate y'all joining us as usual. Um, man, just uh, make sure y'all say y'all prayers for for uh, Vanessa and, you know, Kobe's other, other children. Because, you know, we may be going through a hard time, but his his actual friends and family, they're, they're really going through it. So don't just say prayers up. You know, actually say your prayers and pray for them. Because they're gonna need it. They're gonna need it for a long time. And um uh I guess that's it. Um I appreciate, you know, I appreciate Glenn, uh Erica, Troy, and my uh you know, my brother Courtney. I appreciate y'all from for uh, getting on here, conversating with me. Um and make sure, you know, everybody out there, you know, you got kids, you got loved ones, man, just Make sure y'all 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 do everything y'all can and constantly let them know that you love them and you know so as usual people uh, be responsible raise your kids and I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here but I'm gonna leave y'all with um I'm gonna leave y'all with little Fab his tribute to Kobe peace. Remember you Lisa Turtles tried to treat me like I'm Screech But I was Zach Morris, get some things you can't teach Like them game-winning shots, you gotta wanna take it Same way you can miss it is the same way you can make it That's that Kobe fourth quarter shit, you saw the shit In 2000 he threw it up and Shaq caught the shit Nigga, I be on my Jordan shit, Reggie sent the Kobe pack Jordan 3, Jordan 8, Laker jersey coordinate Matter of time for they call your name Yeah Hope you're ready for that Hall of Fame. Yeah. April 13th, Mama Day forever. Kobe gone, but his legacy gon' play forever. Forever. Quick forever. 40 for my man Kobe. Now they said he gave 40 to every team in the league. So I just gave y'all quick 40. Hey, it's John. You want to look and feel your very best? Visit the team at Cool Contours. They are the number one cool sculpting provider in Virginia. Their award-winning team of certified cool sculpting elite and cool tone specialists work with you to create a fully customized treatment plan to achieve your dream body. Learn more at cool-contours.com. That's cool-contours.com. As ranked by Algen in June 2021, cool sculpting leads FDA clear to visible fat bulges in nine areas of the body. Some common side effects include temporary numbness, discomfort, and swelling.